The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Yesterday saw the first of many strikes, it looks like. These are strikes by French air traffic controllers. And we know, of course, coming through uh, for Monday, there's going to be flight disruptions out of Heathrow because they are suspending flights that might cause noise over Queen Elizabeth's funeral. So with his own Kari from uh, Travel and, or rather, editor of Air and Travel magazine. First of all, Owen, the strike yesterday, has that now washed through the system? Uh, Good morning, Anton. Yes, washed through the system. Air France protected their long haul. They cancelled about 10% of their long haul. Uh, Most of what they cancelled, and they cancelled 400 flights, was short haul. Uh, Big deal because of the amount of disruption it caused, not just in France, but for overflights, Anton. And that's really the real haggle that the airlines had this morning. In that you can't overfly France if there aren't French air traffic controllers to guide you through the process? Pretty much. It's for 20 years and the Galway man has been at the heart of this debate because Eamon Brennan is now in charge of uh, Eurocontrol. Uh, the major airlines, one of the most vociferous, surprise, surprise, is Michael O'Leary. But Willie Walsh, who's now, he's the Secretary General of uh, IATA, which is sort of FIFA, the aviation, the big international body. They've all been saying for many years the technology is there. If, a play, if an aircraft is at a certain height, uh, the Spanish, the, the um, Italians, the Brussels air control, traffic control can guide them through the same way as Irish air traffic control guides aircraft over the Atlantic many, many, many uh, kilometres away from Ireland. And air traffic control is very nationalistic, though. And one of the things that the 27 EU members have all preserved is we control our own airspace. And that's a big deal because the French unions, and we've three competing uh, unions competing in terms of militancy, uh, organising the 2000 uh, French French air traffic controllers, that every time they go on strike, they really, really cause havoc. Some of the flights we lost from Dublin yesterday, uh, one of them was to Faro, two of them were to Reus, we lost Murcia, we lost Malaga. So it it really causes problems, particularly as you might imagine in Barcelona, where you're you're where you have to go through French airspace to virtually go anywhere. What does it look like for autumn? Are we going to see more strikes? Absolutely, they've three more coming into in uh, the end in two weeks time it's going to be a wednesday a thursday and a friday september is a surprisingly busy time even though the schools have gone back a lot of people move in september it's one of the busiest months for international aviation and the french unions know that we are that's a political junkie anton you know that the legislature uh, ex- uh, elections didn't go well for macron he's about 40 votes short of getting his budget like ourselves he's getting putting through that budget at the moment the air traffic controllers are pushing very hard, fairly vague demands really because in my time writing full-time about travel I've covered about 200 air traffic control strikes and it's not really going on strike for seven and sixpence extra a week. They look for things like guarantees on recruitment and stuff like that, complex negotiations. They walked out in it last Monday. They're going on strike pretty, pretty clear. It won't be solved in two weeks' time. So we're looking at more disruption. And when you quantify Ryanair, 420 flights lost, Air France, 400. That's, the, that's an indication of the reshaping of European aviation that Ryanair are now more effective than Air France. But if you quantify all those threats of big strikes, cabin crew strikes, pilot strikes, all of that that Ryanair uh, was served with early, they, we lost 10 times the number of flights yesterday, Ryanair did, than all the other strikes they've had all summer. That's the level of power a small number of air traffic controllers in France have.
You mentioned having covered previous strikes. There, there are instances where air traffic control strikes can backfire significantly. I think back to the early 80s when Re- Reagan effectively fired most of America's air traffic control and replaced them with A, chaos and B, the military. I assume we are highly unlikely to see any significant changes in the way air traffic control is handled in Europe as a function of this. Uh, that probably doesn't happen in France. So yeah. They're very quick to go to the barricades. But it has been dangled by particularly uh, commentators, and as I say, Michael Leary amongst them, that there's lots of things they could do. You can actually uh, declare uh, a, a flight protected. It's something that the Spanish have been uh, doing for economic reasons. They say, oh, a flight is uh, protected. It's of uh, strategic value to the nation. So uh, a strike is now illegal. And that happened a little bit during the summer. And the French much more reluctant to go to go hardline on that. As you know, the French tradition is very different. Um, there are suggestions that you could call up people on the military or call up people who are military reservists who are air traffic controllers. But it's really, um, these are all sort of final op- options because there is a, a negotiation process or, a, you know, this dream of the single European sky that I've been writing about for too long. It's, 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 going, it's going round in circles. And the yesterday was a very stark reminder uh, of how little progress has been made. We've had air traffic control strikes already this summer, but it tended to be uh, the UNSA, the third of the unions, that, and their, their muscle is around Marseille. Yesterday, it was the biggest union uh, who really controlled Paris that went out, and that was the big reminder. It's about 41% in the, uh, in the syndicate uh, controller, the traffic area, and then uh, the, the USAC uh, has 25% and UNSA 22%. That's the Irish word for attack. I don't know if the French knew that when, when they were uh, drawing up their union, but we have three competing unions in terms of militancy, and this problem is not going away. It, and it, it's, it caused not just the cancellations, but delays all over Europe yesterday, to about the average 20, 25 minute delays. That impacts, if you're on a late Ryanair flight flying out of Dublin, uh, it can end up an hour, an hour and a half late, not because uh, of your flight, but because of the accumulated delays of those hardworking aircraft that Ryanair used from earlier in the day. And just to check on, uh, in relation to Monday then, which is separate to the French issue, the, the um, cancellations out of Heathrow, how significant are they? Because it, it is far from the totality of Heathrow's outbound and inbound that's being cancelled. Absolutely. For about two hours, no uh, inbound. And it's a noise restriction. It's a respect to the Queen restriction. It's sort of thing that would happen quite regularly at this time of the year with a major thunderstorms. There, there are no diversions uh, that would happen in a weather event. Uh, all they've done is they've cancelled. And because of the frequency, we, we will have about, a, you know, we used to have about 21 flights a day to Heathrow, but because of other restrictions, it's down to about 14, 15. We've lost uh, three, uh, we've lost three rotations from Merlingus and two from British Airways. But most of those can be shoveled onto earlier or later flights. It's, be, it's more the sort of thing that would happen with a weather event rather than the mass cancellations that we uh, are getting from uh, the air traffic control strikes. Owen, thank you very much. That is Owen Curry, who is editor of Air and Travel magazine. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.